welcome to I the Show, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything, any anything, anything and everything. Welcome to I the Show, I the Show. Peanuts. We're back. Why don't you reach over here and take a handful of my peanuts? Peanuts. Peanuts. It's an old joke. I'm, checks out. I'm very sure. <laughs> it's actually from Scary Movie 4 when they were making fun of Brokeback Mountain. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty good stuff. Yeah. I, haven't seen I don't think I actually, <laughs> I don't think I saw a Scary Movie 4. I think I stopped at 3. It was the worst of them. Like, hands down. Well, okay. So 3 was the first one without uh, the Wayans brothers, right? No, 3 ha- was still the Wayans brothers. Was that was still? the best one. 3? Yeah. Because that was the one where they were making fun of signs. Right. It was just hands down the best one they ever made. Two was all right. They was were Charlie Sheen in that one? Hill. Yeah, he was. It was yeah. Charlie Sheen and... That's the first one he was in. And then he did four, but they were making fun of War of the Worlds. No, he didn't do four. I think he showed up in four for a minute. Uh, it's been a while. I only saw four a few times. That was War of the Worlds. I, I don't the think village. I saw. I don't think I saw four yeah. or anything after that. It was making fun of War of the Worlds in the village. Or was that five that did War of the Worlds? <laughs> See, I don't know. See, now, the, con- the, con- so the, con- the continuity of the scary movie franchise yeah. is about as convoluted the, as the Fast and the Furious franchise. Exactly. The only ones that count are one, two, and three, though. Yeah. Those were the Wayans Brothers ones, and they were the perfect ones. Indeed. So, so anyways, hi, I'm Randy. I'm Brady. I'm Scott. Hey, Scott's I'm back. back. Scott is back. If Yay! you are a long-time listener. If you're a new listener, well, we have... Story time today from Scott because he has been gone on a, I guess that you can call it a vacation. Yeah, it wasn't I, exactly. I think a, I would literally call it a vacation. <laughs> it's not vacation in the terms of like on the beach in the sun with a margarita. No, it's a better it vacation cold. because it was cold and filled with mead and <laughs> and Nordic princesses. I assume visiting yeah. the homeland. Indeed, but he did have the time off of work. Yeah, that was so, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> he he updated a lot of pictures on the Discord and like just shared an incredible journey that you went on mm-hmm. where you climbed mountains, which, why? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and an opera house that looked like a mountain. Oh, yeah. But honestly, my favorite part is the museums that you went to, man. Like all the stuff you shared, I'm like, that's some spooky ass shit. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what what was the thing? The, uh, the, the undead, like... Horse man, like the look up the name because that is that is that is something that I was never familiar with. While he looks that up, while he looks that up, welcome traveler to Scott's thoughts. Yeah, Yeah. not just his thoughts this time though. Oh yeah, this is like Uh, Scott's travels. It was a giant. (laughs) I don't have a stinger for that, so you know. Budget cuts and stuff. I, I mean, mean, the sound works for technically. I, I guess you could play the into the Amazon intro. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite one. I know you're so excited when you made this. Brings uh, me back to, I think it's middle school. Yeah, science I was. W- <laughs> Those are not the right birds for my trip, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I imagine it to be a lot more loons and seagulls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. But that's because oh. seagulls are everywhere. Speaking oh, yeah. of seagulls, the most unexpected but unexpected laugh that I got there was seeing a seagull dive bomb someone for their food. Nice. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, man. Hyper-aggressive seagulls Me and are... my friend were sitting like in... Um, Basically, like the open square in front of the town hall, but in front of the town hall, there's also a museum called Viking Planet, which mm-hmm. is a really awesome place. But we were kind of waiting there for it to open, and we just both be having to be looking in the right direction. We just see the seagull like hovering over people, and then he just dive bombs and grabs some lady's food. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> terrible. They are flying rats, everybody. Yes. And if you do not have seagulls where you live, feel blessed. They That's- are. There was so I believe they are so much worse than pigeons. Like yeah. they're way more aggressive than a pigeon. Yeah. Fucking dinosaurs. Oh man. Right. But, so uh, the, uh, the yeah, this thing. The thing and the place so I actually found this at the Viking Planet one. They have yeah. a screen of it. It's called the Nukalavi. I'm I know I'm 
probably butchering, butchering that. Butchering, it's it's but, cool. It's it's Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Scandy Nuka, words. Nuka la vie. Anyway, so basically, uh, just to uh, describe what it is, let's see. The lower portion of the creature was reminiscent of a horse with fins growing from its legs. It had a mouth as wide as a whale's, a large cyclopean bloodshot eye, so just oh, one cool. eye on its forehead, mm-hmm. and a swine-like nose. On its back grew an extremity with the appearance of a large legless man with elongated arms that nearly dragged across the ground as it moved. Oh, man. Entirely yeah. devoid of skin, black blood could be seen coursing through its yellow veins. That's cool. Yeah, did you see the picture of it? Like, because he has a picture of it. No, I was um, I was trying to be in and out of the Discord. I uh, get really busy during the weekdays. So. Uh, I happen to have it on my phone. Cause. Oh, cool. well, I, I brought it. I have it up over here. You know, I we, um, we did before the big hiatus. We did do a video, couple video podcasts, but uh, it, it's budget that. cuts. Everybody, we can't. We just can't do it all. No, we can. Otherwise, it's just right it now, up. right now, we are still down a person. So, all like one quarter of our production facility is down. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify, our budget is time. Yeah, <laughs> time, we had we needed to have time cuts because that's yeah. the only budget we have. That's the only thing we have left to cut. Yeah. But no, that's like a, a rough estimate of what it looks like. Except it's enormous it's cool. because it has the mouth of a whale. It literally looks like I'm looking at a D and D book right now. Yeah, that was uh, that was my my thing. Like I saw the artwork and I was like, that looks like 100. percent You could have just you know grabbed that from a D and D book. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, but that wasn't my that, favorite thing from the museum pictures that you showed. It was the Odin in drag one that was my absolute <laughs> favorite. Yeah. So um, that one, the one he just said, the knuckle of E. Yeah. That, I did see that. Because I remember I commented it was cool. Um, these ones I didn't see yet. Okay, so, so uh, do, do you mind if I read this one? Uh, go ahead. Okay, so uh, it, on the on the Discord, there's this picture. It's like a grouping of three, and then on the bottom, it's uh, number two is Odin in drag, which is a tiny uh, 1.8 centimeter high figurine that shows the king of the gods, Odin, on his throne, um, while his ravens, uh, Hugin and Munin, um, basically... Like he's with with them, and then it says uh, his dress is unusual, seeming to be wearing a female dress and a pearl necklace. Uh, Odin was a god who had transcended sex and normal conduct. It looks like somebody scratched the S on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. transcended X. <laughs> that's Did you just it. say trans, Randy? Yes, indeed. <laughs> so oh, it's possible the, to be sitting, up. possible to be sitting on the throne in drag, and maybe assuming the persona and wisdom of the Volva, uh, oh. the great female shaman. Right, shaman. Right. <laughs> sometimes, no, hey, I sometimes think. I like to feel pretty too. So I have no problem with drag. It's just a, you know, it's a, it's one of those hot wires right now. So, so it's kind of topical that this comes up. I have a, I do have a weird segue with that, see, but I'm going to hold off on see, it. See, even Odin does this drag story hour or whatever the fuck it's called. Well, shit, Loki <laughs> didn't Super Loki like land. Loki gave birth, birth to, to a, a six-legged horse, horse. <laughs> and a wolf and some Yo. other shit, right? Yeah, see Bro, that shit just yeah, does he, not fly here like, in Christian land. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure like the Greeks did some weird shit too. Yeah. And maybe the Romans. All right. Like mythology is filled with just non-forking family trees. Well, fork you too. Yeah. Um so yeah. Uh, so the uh, that so that was um, also in Viking Planet. One of the coolest things at Viking Planet was they actually had a um, like a VR journey that you could oh. go through real quick. Oh, that's, that's cool. pigeon. Oh yeah, it was it was awesome because you could just so like it basically it starts off you're kind of like around a campfire, some old warriors coming to tell a story, and then it transports you to his memory where you're on a Viking longship and you're you know you're yeah, your war party is rowing its way through this river, and it's then there's a battle, and it's like, dude, this is cool. So that's a pretty cool way to utilize VR tech. And the yeah. uh, and the chair moved. Oh, so. it's one of those. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's <laughs> dope. <laughs> I've, I've done. I did some of that actually recently. Um, moved your chair? No. Uh, at at Triple Play, they have something called the Dark Ride. Oh yeah. Uh, where you get a like shoot at zombies and you wear like 3d glasses and yeah. the whole thing like moves and there's like wind and it's actually a, it's a pretty decent experience. It's nice. way too expensive, but my work paid for it. So did you right. see that? Sorry to, to 
we're going off on a little tangent here, but I'll keep oh, it absolutely. quick. The, I seen this thing where they made a new technology for VR where um, somebody 3D printed the whole thing and released the blueprint for it for free. Okay. But it's like, uh, it's kind of like, it looks like a spine and it goes on your back and it kind of wraps around your limbs and you're kind of floating. And that way you can walk and move and it, it's on a whole fucking oh, okay. six oh. axis swivel. So it's like a gimbal rig? Basically, yeah. And the guy released the blueprint print for you to 3D print it all and put it together for free. So that's dope. That, you know, big, big VR companies like, can't just charge you. I like you a fun stuff like that. Yeah. It looked really cool. I do not know the status of it right now. I just saw it was like a TikTok or whatever of it. And I was like, oh, I hope that kind of gets bigger. Cool. Because it was a cool little rig. Um, imagine like being able to free motion. With resistance, haptic resistance. That's that's the important part. Yeah. So, because we, I mean, VR has a lot of potential, but it's really hard to get the actual haptic feedback right mm-hmm. in yeah. any kind of a rig like that. You know, they've there's a lot of those omnidirectional walking rigs that literally cost a million bucks to make, and they're kind of shitty. By the way, so, anyway. Okay, so to bring it back to Scott and yeah. his Norway <laughs> pictures, uh, I want to talk about this fucking like Harry Dresden s coat you have. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is um this thing is just like, what's that Jew that he's next to right there? Oh yeah, this the the troll. Remember I said you found a troll. Uh, oh no, that's a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> it do, it, it that's do. one of my my old ancient cousins right there, dude. No, he's way too tall. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like too but like look at this look at this coat. Like and also oh, yeah. this this T pose of dominance thing that you're doing that in almost cool. like all your pictures where you're just like <laughs> You you genuinely look happy to be wherever you are, uh, but this like leather button up like we are here where your papers like kind of coat you have is <laughs> it's adorable. It's um, but like yeah, there's at least two pictures of you with your arms out. Uh, uh, looks like one of them was when you were on the cruise. How was that? The cruise was amazing. I uh, so I only shared a few pictures with you. That that might I think the cruise and kind of the the hike that we got to go along that day, like that makes up like at least a third of the pictures that I took. Yep. And cause so the cruise, it kind of like started off kind of mostly overcast that morning, but then it was kind of clearing up as we were going further into the fjords and um, nice fjord so, motor company. <laughs> so yeah. So I was, you can tell from the uh, yeah pictures that I showed there, it was uh I was very happy to be there. It was probably like 45 degrees on that deck and the wind was really blowing, but I probably spent more time on that deck than everyone else on that cruise combined because I'm just sitting there just taking pictures and just enjoying it. Yeah, Yeah, because some of these are some of these are just goddamn majestic. Um, So really quick, shameless plug, uh, get your asses on the discord and you can see the pictures we're talking about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like the link is in the description. You know how the Internet works, as we say. Yeah, but yeah, join the Discord. You can see the cool pictures, and then this this episode will make sense to you. Yeah, yeah. If you're a new listener, absolutely. And then we get more Discord traffic and more interaction, and we have fun. Also, it it wouldn't like it wouldn't have been a vacation without like some kind of traveling hiccup. Oh my god, the in- oh. that's what and I by, really wanted by, to hear about. Yeah, by some I mean like the entire fucking time. It sounds like. <laughs> Well, other than probably between places in Norway itself. No, no. There was one in the middle with the train station, right? Um, we'll start with the... Let's start yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. From so, the, start from the, the beginning. <laughs> so, got to Spokane, and we're flying out to Seattle. And so, we get, we get on our plane, and we just sat, sat there for forever. And then we, like, finally moved out, like, onto the tarmac or, you know, getting ready to take off. And then we sat there for like a half hour. And by the time the person's like, or the, the captain comes up and he's like, well, sorry about the delay there. There was some, you know, hiccups with like traffic control or something, but we've sat here so long. We actually need to go back in to refuel. And then we will, and then we're uh. going to take off. And so, <laughs> so you're, you're also on like one of those, like, micro planes that does the commuter flight between Spokane and Seattle. Like, is it a prop job? Uh, what was it a turbo prop or was it an actual jet? I think, I think it was an actual jet. Um, okay. That's Alaska good. air. Yeah. Normally they, they have like a turbo prop that just puddle jumps you between the two. Cause it takes like yeah. what, like 90 minutes to fly to yeah, Seattle. It's a really short, on a good day. It, it's yeah. like, 
It's like an hour. It's an hour if you count like boarding and yeah, yeah. and it, yeah, it, it, like the flight itself is like forty minutes. Yeah, it it's is. very short. Yeah, very especially short. with a jet because I've been on one of the prop ones. Randy's talking about it. It is the flight itself is about an hour. Yeah. But I also did uh, one of those jumps on a jet, and they're a little faster, so it's Absolutely. Yeah, about 40 minutes. I, I highly recommend taking that. Yeah. So basi- Alaska Airlines rocks, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah, we sat there, you know, for so long, and that, like, took off, like, 45 to an hour late, basically. <sighs> Get to, uh, we were basically landing at Seattle Airport when our next, when our connecting flight to Iceland is taking off. Oh uh, shit! And so it's just like, oh, son of a yeah. bitch. But at least like, SeaTac uh, is at least a decent sized airport. Yeah. Like, there's they, stuff they a, in. SeaTac. They have a pretty good uh, amenities there. Yeah. yeah, like so if you have to be stuck. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So we land there. We immediately go to Alaska, you know, customer service because they're the ones that kind of screwed us over. Mm-hmm. And just as a kind of a side note, when we got there, we started hearing other people. You know, they were, you know, voicing their complaints <laughs> and saying for whatever. But so we weren't told this specifically. Maybe we just didn't bring it up. But other people were saying or were being told that, oh, it was delayed because of weather. And it's like, oh, the weather. No, it fucking wasn't. No, <laughs> it was no, not weather. <laughs> no, no. That particular day, it was actually nice. Bro. The uh, Yeah, it was still. Yeah. So maybe it's just one of those generic customer service reactions where they're just like, uh, 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 I th- weather. I think they were doing that. I don't think it was the customer. So that the customer service people were being told from the other people yeah. that it was. Oh. weather. So I think it was the airline trying to cover their ass. Oh, they are. They, if, if it's <laughs> weather, it's not their fault. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, what we but were there was hearing. no fucking weather that day. No. I know for a fact it wasn't. So I was here. Bas- so they think we don't have weather forecasts on our phone now. They think we can't look up the weather in Spokane. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Anyway, yeah. So basically, we go to the last the Alaska customer service. I meant to do this like right right off the bat, but I didn't. Shout out to all customer service people. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. I know they deal with a lot of shit in their jobs, and mm-hmm. I re- you know I worked in a call center for a little bit, and it's just like. After that, it's just like, you know what? I'm going to do my absolute best to be as calm and courteous with them as possible just to give them some kind of reprieve because I know some someone else, either before or after me, at least one other person, is going to start yelling at them and it's like, and sorry. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Shout out to the to the customer service piece, especially Brady. Straight up. <laughs> hey. Thank well, you. Dude, you're working a breakfast buffet at a Ramada, man. Dude. I can't. No. Nah. Well, we don't need to talk about me today. No, no. Okay, so thanks for the thanks for the thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you made it so, to. Uh, I don't get yelled so at. So we uh, got with Alaska. They uh, so we got rebooked onto a. I forgot what airline it was. I don't. I don't remember what airline it was, but they flew us to Amsterdam. Nice. So we got into Amsterdam. They cool. had a little bit of a lunch, but so <laughs> funny thing hash. about Amsterdam. So. We uh we landed there and it's well they didn't put I don't think they put the the next gate on our on our ticket because it's oh, a no. eight hour flight right so it's so we we land there and we you know go to the big boards and start looking up the flight and it's like oh hey that's our flight and it is canceled oh shit what the fuck <laughs> so we go you know trying to figure out like oh hey our flight is canceled where are we supposed to go and it's like oh there you're on this flight now and that takes off in like 5 hours <sighs> damn it <laughs> that's a little bit of time to go visit amsterdam if you would have the passport well, i did have my passport but well yeah i didn't want to leave would allow you entry into amsterdam no passports allow you to do that yeah oh. that's the point so of a passport for, i thought you had to literally like go and get no permission. no no that's not a visa <laughs> Yeah, so most yeah. places in I don't Europe, especially like, I think it's part of the European Union thing. Mm-hmm. As as long as you have your passport, they will they'll let you in for like up to sixty days, I believe it was. Yeah, it's, either, it's like thirty to sixty days. You can go there with no visa as nice. long as you okay. have your passport. So I don't understand international travel. So yeah, never had never experienced that. You never went so. to Canada? Nope. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't either. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's nice. I do plan on it. I mean, I've been dying for some authentic poutine. Oh, it's good. <laughs> one of these days. You got to try Tim Hortons. So It's a cultural Last export. I checked, they're not really li- letting very many Americans in to even visit. So 
I yeah, think they are. Maybe that changed recently, I think I it heard. Did. But for a little while there, it was bumpy. Well, but, uh, there was a thing happening <laughs> that no, you may or may not remember. I don't remember that. No. Was it, yeah. it was a beer thing that was happening, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one. Something about that Mexican import beer. I think it's a cerveza. A cerveza yeah, of sorts. Uh, so With lime. Core or something. <laughs> um, right. So anyways, yeah, we ended sorry. up sitting in the Amsterdam airport for hours. Finally got our flight on um, Scandinavian air into Oslo. And we, we got into Oslo at like, let's see, we, we got into the airport at like 11 or something. We didn't get into like the main part of Oslo making our way towards the Airbnb into like midnight. Right. And shout out to, the Airbnb person because they were like, we tried our best to keep in contact with them and let them know the situation. Like, Hey, by the way, we're not getting there at noon anymore. We're getting there at midnight and they, they were still up. They, I guess they have to drive like an hour to this Airbnb. Yeah. Get us the keys. And Europe has different laws on that Mm -hmm. where they can't just like leave you a door code or something to let you in. They they have to greet you. Mm -hmm. Oh, So yeah, we. Um, oh, remind me to to loop back to Airbnb because there's a thing that changed with that. Oh, well, we could the, do a whole episode on yeah. That. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so so you make it. So it made it in at. Oh well, I you know I forgot to you know mention this part. We land in Oslo. We get to the you know baggage claim area. Watch it all circle around, and then it stops. And and where's our bags? Yeah. <laughs> So we had to go to, you know, the next customer service people like, hey, our bags did not show up and uh, gave them the descriptions and whatnot. And Sorry, like, oh, yeah, weather. those are in Dubai right now. Yeah, it's because of the weather. <laughs> sir. So thanks, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, gave them our contact information and all right, we'll let you know when we find your bags. And uh, so we so. You know, sans our checked bag, so we make it to the Airbnb, which my checked bag has all of my clothes, mm. has my all of my toiletry stuff. So I didn't mm-hmm. even have tooth toothbrush or toothpaste. Ugh. And so it's just like, it just, you know, the clothes that I was wearing. So I had to, you know, wear the clothes I was wearing for a couple of days. Yeah. A lot of the podcasts I listen to, the people travel a lot. A lot of them now just FedEx their shit ahead of them. That's not a bad idea to pick up at the airport because um, of, because I guess this is like such a problem for most flights. Yeah, nowadays, um, yeah, a lot of people FedEx or UPS their shit overnight. Um, what I do is I put at least two changes of clothes in my carry on, something like that. Yeah, because I'm a guy, you gotta and I can like, get away with like one pair of pants, well, a couple of pairs of underwear. My two thing, shirts. my thing is you shouldn't really have to like plan for that, but apparently you have to plan for that. So yeah, it's kind of shitty. Yeah, if I have a backpack, I'm basically good for a week. <laughs> I could put all my stuff in there. The only thing you can't check is like toiletries. Right. Just because of oh, yeah. the fluid uh, ounces stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can get away with like the small, like little dentist tubes mm-hmm. that they give you. But yeah. I think anything you buy in the airport, too. Um, yeah, like, once you're past security, you can buy stuff. Yeah, which yeah. is why it's like $90 for like a toothpaste. <laughs> $45 for a bottle of water. Like it's yeah. man. Airports are a racket. It's yeah. it is insane. But so, all right. Yeah. So for the, the first couple of days, right. we, uh, mostly just kind of exploring pretty close, pretty close to the Airbnb. Cause we want to be close to it in case we get the call saying, Oh yeah. Hey, we're dropping stuff off now. Yeah. Um, so we, di- so we discovered that they are, they have this, um, they have a public bike rental system, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that. And I'm like doing the math on it. I'm like, Wait, oh, public bike rental. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so here, basically uh, what 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 they have is that throughout all throughout the city of Oslo and in, and in Bergen, they have these. Um, so it's city as uh, city run. So mm. in Oslo, it's the Oslo bike and then Bergen is the Bergen bike. But okay. so basically just all throughout the city, there's these these bike racks and uh, you know, if you get the app and you put your credit card to it in order to, and then you can rent it. So you can either do like, well, it's like oh, the Lime uh, scooters, but with bikes um, and public, not private. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I have, I've never looked into the Lime scooters, but oh. well, it's like the same. You have a, you just scan the little QR code on the scooter or use the app. 
Uh, yeah, so it gives you electronic access. Yeah, so the, you use the, the app, app and you can either you know be like, hey, I just need this like for this hour basically, or you can do like a day pass or like a month pass or whatever. Oh. And basically, so you go up and it you know the app brings up a map of where you are and you can say, so I want to rent a bike from this, this one. And then it'll be, all right, bike X unlock for you. And so you can ride it for an hour, um, as a base. And then if you, if you're renting it for more than an hour, it's charging you for like every 15 minutes or something, but to get almost anywhere in the main part of Oslo, it's, you know, it's less than an hour. So it's not normally a problem. That's pretty cool. How much does it cost for like an hour? Uh, so what you posted um, was that like for a single day for a pass, it was like 70 kroner. That That's for Bergen. And that was breaking my friend's mind. <laughs> but like a 30 day pass, 150. Is that how much? What's the exchange rate there? Like how many? Um, so there? basically one kroner is approximately a dime. What the fuck? So 70 kroner is like seven bucks. Wow. Yeah. And so for 15 bucks, you could rent it for 30 days. <laughs> and that was breaking wow. my friend's mind. I was just no, like, it's a, it's, oh, a, it's a municipality though. It's yeah. like it's a municipal thing. It's this is where they're getting like your tax dollars at work, dude. That's cool though. Oh, it was amazing because yeah, just uh, so you need you needed to have Wi Fi in order to like unlock the bike. You yeah. did not need it to return it because once you return it, it sends the signal to their system through the bike rack or something. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking. So yeah, basically we would rent these bikes and we would just, we got to ride around town and to visit all the places and the towns are much more, uh, Hey, Biden, Biden, take notes, you fucker. So the towns are much more built for like the bikes and walking. Um, like you can well, still drive, yeah. And then but there's also like the buses and the rail system. So it's just like Man. all the public transportation stuff was amazing. I mean, one of the things like you have that. to remember is that like Europe existed in a time before cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> for a long time, and probably maybe Northern Europe was probably before horses yeah. for a long time. Could too. you guys imagine? Like, okay, you we've all been on long road trips in America. Yeah. Now imagine that on a fucking horse, because that's what they used to do. It was yeah. not just a horse; it was a covered wagon, so yeah, you might be yeah. going slower than a horse, right? Well, well in like the wild the west, and because they can grace. Yeah. Well, in like the wild west, they'd do three or four days horse trips between towns, and it it would take us three or four hours in a car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. they'd do two or three days on a horse. God. Well, that's that's kind of the reason why, like most, there's just so much space here. Or I imagine that most European cities are close together. That's the thing, yeah. They because all, because before cars and you know, yeah. So was, they just settled really close together, and they don't have as much land. And this actually another part open space land uh, there. to that to yeah, the cities being so close together is that you know they're a uh, person on YouTube I listen to that it's just like you know they're going along and it's like huh here's like you know in you know, in in or a hotel that's kind of in the middle of nowhere. But then you look at it on a map and it's like, oh, it's like the center point of like two yeah. or three cities. It's like yeah. it's a way station. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the gas station between like Rathrum and fucking Athol or something. Real close. Or is it even yeah. closer? Um what? What? Like I'm talking about the distances, like is it between like Rathrum and Athol? Oh um closer together even. So those kind of distances. So basically in the traveling the city of Oslo cities of Oslo and Bergen, it was almost like being like south of I-90 downtown Coeur d'Alene. Oh, like it was really compact. I mean, like, so looking on a map and like, Oh, this thing is like on the, like, so most like the tour, big tourist part of Bergen is basically kind of an Island almost. Mm. And basically it's like, Oh, this place is on the other side. That's a 15 minute walk. Damn. <laughs> it's just like, wow, everything okay. is so close. Nice. So I saw a TikTok recently about distances and a funny story is that it takes longer to drive from Paris, Texas to London, Texas than it takes to drive from London to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> right though. And that like, I love seeing Europeans be like, your country is how big? Yeah. Right. I'm like, well, yeah, but it's like 50 countries in a trench coat. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't confuse us. Yeah. You kind of have to look at it that way. It's Otherwise also, it does blow your mind. It's not also, like, not you can drive that. for six hours in Texas and you haven't even like 
left the county. Like, (laughs) like I tried to leave when I left Texas one time. It took twelve hours just to get out of the state. So it's fucking ridiculous. You know, yeah, you're looking on a map, like all of our, you know, Western coast states, like those are mostly the size of, you know, the countries Mm -hmm. that, you know, most of us came from. It's not until you hit like the, um, the Mississippi river and West where suddenly it's like, oh yeah, you have these big solid, just squares because suddenly we just bought a ton of land. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's crazy. It really is. But so public transport must have a dream then. Yeah, so using those, uh, so yeah, being able to walk, use the public buses, renting those bikes was awesome. Um, so yeah, that's basically what uh, the main modes of transportation. We got a cab a couple of times, but yeah, um, an Uber. No, it was legit ta- taxi. Oh. Yeah, I I don't imagine they need Ubers in Europe. Probably, I don't even know if they would allow the company like Uber over there. As Maybe. Much. I don't think Europe would take. I mean, they allow Airbnb, to America. So they they do have. Uh, they also do have like that food delivery system stuff. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, like so they have like Instacart or uh, DoorDash or something like that. Yeah, I think they're called. I, I don't think they have DoorDash specifically, but they have things that basically fulfill that same function. That's, that's cool. Which, yeah. yeah, I like that. Twenty first century, right? So yeah, basically for first three days, you know, going without checked baggage, you know. My, doing what we can that third day it was already like or being like a really good day and we were just feeling good about stuff and then we got the call oh by the way we have your bags and we're on our way and it's just like <gasps> nice i can like, change after, i can shower properly yeah that was like the, <laughs> legit that was the first thing it was like okay when we you know we're gonna get home i want to shower and change and so after that once we got our bags the entire trip just became amazing Mm -hmm. yeah i bet yeah so i know there was a point where you where your bags also got stuck in a train station is that what it was they were in a locker Um, oh um like what was that all about so yeah there was let's see what day was that um Oh, okay. I, I remember now. So there, that was just a little bit of a shenanigans between our Airbnbs and city travels. So basically, the um, so we went we went over to Bergen, mm-hmm. and so yeah, we took the train to Bergen, got into our Airbnb there, and the day where we were supposed to leave, where we were supposed to check out at noon. The problem is the train back to Oslo didn't leave until eleven that night. Oh, so it's like, well, what are we going to do with our checked bags that we brought with us? Cause mm-hmm. you know, not exactly convenient to lug those everywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, so basically I was just kind of scroll, you know, just scrolling through the, uh, their, their cruise website. And I noticed that it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Here's a cruise leaves every day, which is kind of unique. Cause most things like almost everything is just shut down on Sundays. But here's a cruise that leaves on Sunday, the day we're supposed to check out, 7.20 in the morning. We need to be at the bus station to take a bus to the cruise place. And we don't get back until like 9 o'clock at night. And it's just like, oh, my God, this is perfect. Right. So we so we go to a, go, go to their tourist information just asking, hey, can we bring our luggage with us? And the, or, or is there a place we can lock it up? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. And it's just like, all right, we'll take two tickets then. Nice. So – that Sunday, we we so we didn't weren't we weren't planning on doing a cruise, but we ended up getting a cruise because it was literally the best option to deal with our luggage. Facts. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So yeah, so we we do that. The cruise trip was amazing. I have all the pictures, you know, you know, sitting on top of the deck, you know, just taking pictures. Some of those pictures just look like paintings. <laughs> and then yeah, we got a couple. We did a couple mile walk, like. Tried to hike up to like the viewpoint on the mountain, never did find it. So we ended up walking back to the city and got a little bit to eat and wait for the cruise to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so got back to Bergen, hopped on the train, got to got back to Oslo. But we, you know, we were getting back to Oslo at like six or seven in the morning. We can't check into our back into our Airbnb until noon. 
So right. that that was when we stuck our stuck our luggage in the in the train lo- trains lockers. Okay. Mm. So tell me about Outland. <laughs> Uh, Outland was interesting. Uh, so Outland is a game store in Oslo. Uh, basically, so the funny thing about like basically that date. So we got back into Oslo, uh, Monday morning. So we had like, so we had that entire day and I, to do stuff, but then we also had Tuesday to do stuff, which was kind of an unexpected gain Mm -hmm. because it was kind of like we weren't, so we, it felt like we got an extra day that we weren't expecting. So cool. So Oslo is uh, so as a game store. I managed uh, I managed to go to on our last day there, and basically I was just kind of like, "Hey, I kind of want to connect with the gaming community over here." So went to so went to Outland, and it's a it's a big store has has like a whole section for Harry Potter, has a whole section for Legos, and has just. <laughs> rows and rows of books and stuff and there's D and D books there. Um, ended That's up to be expected. Hopefully. Yeah. I, um, actually grabbed a vampire, the masquerade book from there that I had lost track of. Wasn't, you know, or, you know, I didn't know it was out yet, but it's like, oh. you know what? This is a perfect souvenir. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Right on. I, I also wanted to try and find a player's handbook in Norwegian, uh, I don't think they make that. Yeah, is Norwegian I, one of the languages they translated into? Uh, not that I saw. I, I think they, the, I, they only had a cool though. I, I think they only do French, German, and Italian. French and Spanish. I, I only saw English at, at this particular store. Yeah. So, so and yeah, and then there they also had some like some clothes clothes in there and like so I, sh- I shared a picture of a dress that was you know that had a warning the, label on yeah, it yeah the label the label <laughs> is absolutely hysterical it says warning this garment has been over dyed to make it as black as your soul this product <laughs> may transfer color to brighter colored fabrics and surfaces uh please take care when worn uh always wash with darker colors that's pretty awesome if you, oh man that is the the fine print on this is like if you find them I think it's if you find them. Uh, um, so I legit thought about, I like, I wanted to get that dress for like three people, Celine being one of them. Cause it's oh, like, yeah. here she you go. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> and it looks like it was about 90 bucks. Uh, yeah, about that. It's like surprisingly cheap. USD also, or 90, whatever though. It would have were... been 90 USD. Oh, okay. It was yeah, about looks, 900 like kroner. Kroner. I got to remember kroner. So kroner. There, there's also different types of kroner. Like that kroner virus. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. So there's Norwegian kroner, there's Icelandic the kroner. kroner. So uh, there's, Denmark there's, Denmark has its own too. Yeah, that so, I've been learning to track. So you, what does you, kroner mean exactly? Then is it? It might just mean kind of means dollar in a way. Then I think so. Okay, or you know something equivalent to it, that. It means money. <laughs> it means dollar bucks. Translates directly into translates mula. into dollar bucks. Is that like quid. So, uh, so yeah, that was a. Uh, so yeah, the, the going to Outland was pretty fun. I'm, I was that just was looking. Awesome. I was looking at all of their, you know, all of the books they had, and I'm just like, oh my god, I want all of these. <laughs> now, speaking of languages and translations, really quick, did, did a lot of people speak English over there? Yeah, most people spoke English. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, so I told you that one of my friends moved to Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. So she says that like most people speak English. Yeah. Isn't and, it the thing in Europe? A lot of the time, most of the countries, like, you learn English in primary school as well as whatever your native language is. Yeah, it's yeah. something like that. Also, they learn to swear proficiently. That's Yeah, I've heard of <laughs> Like, I guess the Danish in particular, like, it is an, it is an art form to, it is a sentence enhancer, and it is oh, used yeah. as a sentence enhancer oh, yeah. in every conversation. My, my friend Fuck. taught French, or taught English in France for a year, the one I went to Norway with. So she, she taught there for a year, and it's, yeah, like it's, like, it's basically culturally okay for even kids to just be swearing all the mm-hmm. time, so. <laughs> that, that is something that uh, my friend says she's concerned that her children are just constantly swearing now because all of their schoolmates constantly swear. Yeah. It's I, just part of the language. I let my yeah. children swear at home. Because I figure maybe they'll just get it out of their system when it's, you know when it's not as taboo, they might just not care about it. Yeah, that's the idea of unprohibiting something to make it less cool. Yeah, but I did tell them you can't swear in public; people might get offended, and if they do, I'm going to let them yell at you. 
<laughs> yeah, you have to learn to have consequences for your actions. That's yeah. a good. That's a good life lesson. Oh, so um, and then the return trip. <laughs> so, oh boy. So the so just again that last day. So I went to Outland, the game gamer store, mm-hmm. and then we also went to uh, um, what was it? Uh, House of Nerds. Oh, that's cool. You didn't mention that. Oh yeah, uh, I think I share, may have shared a picture or two. I don't um, think so because the last pictures we got were like from Outland and the black dress, uh, the kill star. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I must not have updated that one. It was, yeah. So yeah, we went to a place. Uh, yeah. Uh, another house of nerds, which I thought was a, another game store, but no, it was another, it? it's a gamer bar. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> which explains why it wasn't open until four. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, I was like a gamer bar went there just kind of hanging out. Um, they are like tabletop games. Yeah, or, they have, so they have tabletop, everything, video games, they have room for tabletop games. They have some video games there. Oh, so it's a bar. Yeah. It's an actual, it's a bar, but also it's like, yeah, we have lots of room for gaming stuff. So nice. many room, so much room for activities. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the downstairs, there was like room for games, but they also had, a. So I'll need to share these pictures at some point, but they yeah. also had a, a space where you could get these little tiny like beads and like array them into artwork kind of thing. Oh, I don't remember what, what it was That's called. That's interesting. So yeah, but, and they, so they had previous works that people had made just like stuck on some of the walls. I want to see ones where you can tell, oh, wait, wait, it, um, like there might be, as you drink more at the bar, the, the artwork is shittier. <laughs> No, I think that's. I think you did post one picture of it, okay. um, from what I can tell, because I, I was curious what this was. Oh yeah, it's like Zelda yeah. and Link. Oh yeah, and- that was so. Yeah, that was the artwork of of okay. the bar. Or yeah, yeah, made, made at the bar basically. Yeah, it's basically pixel art. And then there's like beads. a table in the background that's a big NES controller. It looks like. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, that that was House of Nerds, and um, so that one was. Uh, so I've. I don't know if I. I feel like I've mentioned it on here, but like the blue shell here in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. 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 So they, they don't have their liquors license. (gasps) There's house of nerds place was allowed to sell like the harder stuff. And so I was got there and it's like, Oh, they actually, they can actually sell this stuff. I'm going to have an agility potion. Let's start with that. (laughs) Wow. I don't know why you would call an alcohol based drink agility potion. Maybe because it makes you more flexible. <laughs> it's a dex potion. So, like, I had an agility potion and, like, a Hyrulean mountain or something. Oh, wow. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Copyright. <laughs> so Look away, Nintendo. Look away. <laughs> no, why did you Why did you say Beetlejuice? Just, oh, you can't oh, say yeah, that's right. that well, I only word. said it once. I won't say it again. Ah, God, because so. sk- they skim this stuff. You know that. I, that's right. Now I can't put it in the description. Crap. So... Yeah, basically, I uh, so went there. Uh, ha- had an okay time. I, w- I wanted to. I kind of wanted to hang out more and ask, like, "Hey, is the you know get more of a feel what like the gaming community is like?" But didn't have the time at that point. Oh, right. Went back home. Had to get up early so we could go to th- go to the train station to go to the airport. Yeah, you know. more travels. Before we get into your return, the logistics of the return trip. This episode will be titled Scott Chocolate. And uh, tell us oh, yeah. about the the hot chocolate. Yeah. I, yeah. I discovered a new love for hot chocolate over there because there, the first place we went to, I didn't particularly care for it. It was like a lot more bitter than I would have liked. But then the, when I started trying hot chocolate at other places, it's like, oh, hey, this, you know, it has, it's a little bit, it tastes a little bit more like dark chocolate. Yeah. But it's not like, and it wasn't enough to like make make me cringe or anything. It wasn't overwhelming. But it it was, uh, the thing I appreciated the most, so it was like, it tasted good, but it was also really thick. It was almost like, you know, warmed up chocolate milk. So was it pretty creamy? Yeah, it was very, very creamy. One of the the questions I was going to ask you about that was, was it hot chocolate or was it drinking chocolate? Because they are two different things, apparently. Yeah. Um. I mean, we always called it hot chocolate. <laughs> it it might have been drinking chocolate, which is literally just melted chocolate. Oh, my God. That actually would make sense because I saw them yeah. when they were prepping it, and it looked like they were dumping bits of chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's drinking chocolate. Oh, wow. um, and that stuff is amazing. Oh, it melted, was good. Melted yeah. milk chocolate. Real milk chocolate. So the thing about chocolate in America, 
is it's mostly corn syrup. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like, somebody might have had cocoa powder in the room when they made it. <laughs> but that's, there's, not, there's not much actual cocoa in our chocolate here, like at least Nestle and Hershey's and stuff. No. Um, not as much as they used to put in back in like World War II. It's mostly just sugar and shit now. But in Europe, specifically, uh, they're all about their fucking chocolate from what I've heard. Like real cocoa chocolate, dark chocolate. Yeah. It's supposed to be. So I just imagine it's so, I'm jealous because I always wanted to try genuine chocolate how it's supposed to be. European chocolate is definitely way different. Yeah. Yeah, they regulate it so you actually have a lot more chocolate. And I heard it's it's (laughs) similar to coffee because with more cocoa comes more caffeine, the natural caffeine that's in the cocoa. Cacao, yeah. I call it cocoa because I'm an American. Cacao. Cacao. It's cacao. But it's like, cacao. it's, I guess over there, at least, it will, anytime there's actual real cacao involved, it's more like coffee because it's caffeinated. Yeah. It was very good. I'll put it that way. Hell yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it was very good, very thick. And there was, uh, we happened to come across this little bakery that like had the best hot chocolate. Mm. And the, so we actually ended up going there twice for their hot chocolate. Now, nice. what was the temperature of the hot chocolate? Like, I know it's a weird question, but like. It was not scalding. Because when we make hot chocolate here, it's, you have to wait 20 fucking minutes. Then you still burn your tongue. <laughs> so, because it's the instant shit. Yeah. So, I. It's powdered. So that's the. Uh, that's actually something that I've been, I mean, so yeah, one of the the new appreciation I gained for hot chocolate while I was over there makes is made me want to like experiment and like do more things over here to make it more enjoyable yeah. because the way I was in trying to enjoy hot chocolate before is I would put like five or six scoops of the powder into it and <laughs> put the hot water in and hope for the best kind of thing. Yeah. But now it's right. like, Oh, don't, I don't actually need that much. And I can make it so that it's not like, you know, completely scalding you right off the bat because, yeah. you know, a couple of scoops of the powder, put a decent amount of, you know, I found eggnog at the store. So putting oh, eggnog in it God, and then, you, you know, me. the boiling water from the kettle, stir it up and it's like basically the perfect temperature. It's very thick. You sold me. Well, I've been <laughs> doing the, way, bad. the way I do it is I, I'll heat up milk now. I don't even bother with water. Actually, yeah, like that's probably that's, how it should be done. Yeah, whole milk. Though. Yeah, a lot of, I think a lot of recipes actually call, like you can make it with water, yeah. but. Well, even the instant stuff, I just heat up milk with the instant stuff. Yeah, I imagine that if you made it with like raw milk, it would be the best. Oh, oh man, I bet. <laughs> Oh, um, which I bet that, you can all that get lactose there. sugar. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to find so, a polygamist family. <laughs> all I, <laughs> yeah, all I know uh, about the last of this is that you had just as many problems coming back as you did going. Yeah, uh, let's see. <laughs> so got to um, got to the airport. Uh, it's kind of all becoming a blur now because I just don't want to think about it. <laughs> Also, that was a twenty-four. So, the, yeah, that's on the like, trip back. That was a twenty-four-hour day of traveling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to replace that with something better. Uh, we need something sadder. So, the sad piano meme song. Get that. Get to Oslo. So we actually made it to Iceland this time. So mm-hmm. that was nice. We got to buy some souvenirs there. I bought some alcohol. <laughs> yes. I got. I brought so to the game last night. I brought this. Uh, this Norwegian herbal shot stuff. Ooh, T- tastes a little bit, like, bit tastes a bit like licorice, but it was very smooth. Yeah, I don't okay. think it has licorice in it, but there's a. It's so herbal. It's almost right. like I. I amounted it to. It's like if you added vodka to your tea. Interesting. Because <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was thirty five percent. So it definitely oh, it was, <laughs> definitely had so it works. It, okay, it looked like blood. So which and, matches the motif. <laughs> Tell us what it was called. Um, oh, actually, I have the picture of that. I ah. almost forgot. Real uh, quick, while he looks that up again, shameless plug, get on the Discord. You can see pictures, guys. Always the pictures. Because we can't show you in an audio format what a picture is. So, you know, <laughs> not yet, anyway. Yeah, we're... Until Neuralink hits the market. We're not doing that. <laughs> so I'm not doing that. It's a Valhalla Herbal Liquor Shot. Nice. So yeah, it has you know a bunch of different. I had a bunch of different herbs in it. Yarrow. Kind of so I also, 
I only meant to buy buy one, but I ended up buy, I accidentally bought two of these like pewter shot glasses with a bunch of Nordic um, stuff on them. Neat. And so I brought those to the game last night, and we were just doing shot did a couple of shots out of those, mostly just kind of a tasting thing. Mm. And it's like, oh yeah, that, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was not bad. I also have I would, some. It's a every once in a while type of drink, though. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, I think it may have. We may have finished off over half of that that night, but oh well. <laughs> it was um, so. The other bottle I got was uh, Reykjavik vodka. Nice. So Reykjavik, the capital of Iceland. Um, yeah. So I, I so I bought those two while I was there, and the and the uh, my friend bought like a bunch of those little like hotel you know shot bottle things. The mini bar. Oh liquor. Yeah. yeah. The mini bar. Liquors. The mini, the mini, mini bar. Or, and bottles. then like a couple of bigger jars uh, or bottles of like liqueur. So, oh, okay. Jars of liqueur. Yeah. Like 20% or less <laughs> kind of thing. And, uh, she was going like, man, maybe I should have asked, asked for a bag when I was buying these. And I was like, what, you didn't, you didn't get a bag. I just, I just got a bag. What? And she got confused. Like, what? How? How did you get a ba- bag? Where, did you ask for one? No, I didn't ask for one. He just gave it to me. <laughs> well, maybe I should go up and ask. So I was asking. So you didn't get a bag? No. And I was like, Well, th- my my bag says do not open, or we will take your shit at customs. Oh no, <laughs> the duty so, free bag. So yeah, yeah basically. So basically, it, yeah, it was the. Yeah, so it was at the uh, duty free store, and it it was uh, bas- basically they, you know, put the bottles in the bag, wrapped it up, and it's like, do not tamper with this, otherwise it could be confiscated at customs. Mm-hmm. Oh, so but so, it, so what does it like meet some kind of a customs regulation? So, so you, if you don't, if it's long uh, as it's sealed, it's good. They don't have to fuck around. Yeah, it it has to do with like tariffs, taxes, and uh, I think transporting uh, controlled substances. Uh, out of the country. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, like, if you... Honestly, uh, the weirdest one is that up in Eastport, on your way up to Canada, there's, like, nothing up there except a fucking liquor store <laughs> at the border. <laughs> nice. Where you can come down, buy all kinds of American alcohol, they wrap it in a bag, and then you can haul it across the Canadian border <laughs> without it getting inspected. That's awesome. And so a lot of drivers would do that. <laughs> Because so, alcohol was way cheaper in the States. Oh, Jesus. It's so expensive in Canada. Love that except for the beer. Like, but if you, yeah. or Canadian whiskey, Canadian whiskey is pretty reasonably priced. Supply and demand, my friend. Um, but there's no, like, on the other side of the board, there isn't, like, a Canadian liquor store. No, there is a, can, actually, no, I, I take that back. There is a Canadian liquor store. It's just, like, a couple of hundred feet up the road because they have, like, a not within 500 meters of the border kind of law. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So <laughs> that's like that, that weed store in Spokane. Yeah. It's, as soon as you hit Washington, it's like a literal, exactly a mile. Yeah. As soon as the border. you have to get a mile in, in order for it to be built because yeah. of like reasonable distance, you can't yeah, just step across wise. the border by it. And then there, it shows intent when you're coming back. <laughs> right. So, so you yeah. had some issues getting back. Um, uh, let's see. With so the bookings, it sounds we, like. Uh, got, we got onto our flight. Uh, from Iceland, uh, that, you know, that was a little bit delayed that, that, yeah, that was a little bit delayed. Um, flew over, you know, flew, we didn't actually fly over the Atlantic too much. It was mostly Greenland no, and Canada. You would have flown <laughs> over Canada because going over the top of the planet is easier <laughs> because, yeah. you know, the earth isn't flat. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's a fucking sphere. When so did that sh- happen? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Brady. We're not doing that today. I'm joking, no. But yeah, so, it makes sense that, yeah. yeah, if you're flying to Norway, you would go north like that. Randy just sense. pantomimed a globe. Yeah, it, sorry. So, I, that's okay. Yeah, flew, so flew, you know, over Greenland and Canada, got to Seattle, you know, so we were running a little bit late and... You know, it's like, okay, we need to claim our checked baggage before we can go through customs. Mm-hmm. So, so I had, I had three bags. I had my satchel, which is my personal bag. Then I had my carry on, which is my duffel bag. And then I had the check bag. Mm-hmm. So my, uh, that duffel bag was getting a little bit heavy once I put it because I had two of my, or I had, yeah, I had two, uh, like, uh, D and D books in there, mm-hmm. and then I had the liquor as well. It's like, oh my god, this thing's getting heavy now. 
And uh, so grab my check bag. We we get up to the customs, and the line for customs is already getting super long. Right. And it's but the person was but there was the person like directing people into the lines, and it's like, oh hey, if you pre fill out, if you get the app and pre fill out the customs things, you can get into this express line here. Twenty first century. So yeah. me and my friend download that app real quick, do this thing, get in that line, and that line just hauls through basically. Yeah, express lane. Yeah, it was that's a, it was really nice and convenient. What's so, that Disney thing where you get first in fast line? Fast pass. Fast pass. Yeah, <laughs> travel fast pass. So customs fast pass. So we get to uh, get to the front of the line, get called up to the up to the place and it's like all right here's here's my passport and he looks at it do you have anything to declare and it's like i bought some alcohol in iceland and he's like how much as two bottles all right go ahead how much <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh, yeah it's so, in a duty-free bag you can't chuck it so it's du- duty-free bag and i think they it only really raises a red flag when it's like oh yeah i bought like 10 bottles and might be carrying like 500 dollars of liquor on me yeah it's it's when it, it went it depends on the Shut. price when it rolls up like i know that if you have goods worth i think 800 dollars is it 800 wow. yeah um, and then if you're doing commerce of more than 10,000, so like trying to sell cars so, out of Canada was issues too. Oh, so yeah. the, uh, the two big things I read was like, if you're carrying stuff worth more than 800, that's a flag. And if you have currency of more than 10,000 USD, yeah. that yeah, is a flag. flag, <laughs> flag yeah. Drug smugglers. So, yeah. so yeah, got through customs really fast. I was not expecting it to go that smoothly. Will yeah. you have white skin? <laughs> That is very I'm not true. even joking. That's the sad thing. Well, uh, I don't know. He was visiting the homeland of Norway. <laughs> yeah. I have questions. Yeah. So no. papers, please. So we get through that really fast. We run up to run, uh, get through that. I, th- I throw my uh, throw my liquor into my checked bag. Um, hand that off to, you know, for that to be returned into the check baggage stuff. And we run to our gate and we hand, hand our boarding passes over and they're like, you're not on this flight. <gasps> what? what the hell do you mean? We're not on this flight. It says on our tickets here, we're on this flight. <laughs> <laughs> what? And, and then the rub. <laughs> Just so, so, so was it was it Air Iceland like failed to actually book you? They printed the tickets, but they didn't book so, you on the flight. Is so that basically, what happened? what happened? So we, so we're not we're not on that flight, and the person's like, no, we need to close the doors now because this is a ticket issue. There's no fast way to do that because oh like so basically, the person was saying that we're not even like in their system kind of a thing because we booked through Iceland Air, but Iceland Air was like, oh, we don't have a terminal in Spokane. So we're, you know, getting a ticket through, uh, Alaska air. Oh my God. And, um, so yeah, they were, so basically the people at the gate were like, well, we don't know where to direct you. You, uh, because you're not in our system, you need to go talk to customer service. Uh. So talk to customer service and my, uh, we happen to be talking to them. My friend brings up her email and that she got, an email saying, Oh, by the way, we rescheduled your flight. They probably did it like with the good intentions because they are, they knew our flight coming in was late. Mm, right. And so they got us one further out in order to make sure we could actually make it. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. The problem is they didn't send us a text or anything and apparently didn't have it re- known that so that people like going to that previous gate would know kind of thing. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, so they didn't yeah. so it in Alaska system. So they, it, so basically, there there wasn't an easy way to find it out unless you like actually checked your email, which I did not have put my email on my phone yet. <laughs> so oh. you've had oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry, got to flip you a little shit. <laughs> you've had a smartphone for how long now? A couple of years now, <laughs> and your email. I won't say anymore. <laughs> He didn't even have Discord on. So there. you know what? Um, <laughs> Until recently. Yeah, this one sounds like this one's on you. Yeah, that, the email <laughs> one is definitely on me. But in order to so in order to fix, it, so I had my roommate coming to pick me up, but they hadn't left yet because I was letting them know, hey, shit's going down, and I was like, so I, so in order to try and get the information, I've, you know, since I didn't know my password or anything, oh I, man, I called up my roommate. I'm like, hey, 
You need to log on to my computer for me. <laughs> Jesus. That's one way so, to do it, though. So, I need a guy in the chair for this <laughs> Improvise, adapt, and overcome. So yeah. got my friend, got, logged onto the computer, got into my email, took a picture of my email <laughs> to send, send it as a screenshot to me. This is exactly what this smartphones is, were intended be, for, guys. I'll, I'll be honest. That is probably the most boomer thing I've heard all day. <laughs> I mean, it's hey, pretty early hey, this morning, I'll, but damn. I'll give you this. It's a double-edged sword having your email on your phone okay i mean yeah, that, that's exactly why i haven't put it on on my absolutely phone but damn that sometimes is, i just want to throw my phone away because of my email and notifications it's you know like, what's leave funny me alone is I turned you off why are you still giving me them so since i i took over a lot of the eye of the show like administration shit from yeah. katie i now get those emails oh, and i have God. access to both the eye of the show email account and my personal email yeah. account on my phone i i have the eye of the show and then my two emails and it's just notifications every twenty minutes. Bing, and I've turned oh. I've turned them off. No, but Google's like, nope, you didn't. So here's the <laughs> thing: um, there is a setting where you can make them non audible, and I have done that. I did that. Too all I recently. all I see is like icons when they show up. I, I actually I don't hear them. I did a mass purge of my emails That's recently. <laughs> of course, I lost a bunch of important ones, but. Yeah, but anyway, to, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, not to get too so, far off topic, because we're running up to an hour at this point. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Figured it was uh, going to be so a This Norwegian okay. saga has finally started to come to a close. Oh. And so, get, got, the e- got the email, got the information. So, the first customer service person we went to, I think they were new and thus weren't doing stuff, you know, like the, the right. easiest way. <laughs> the second person I went up to, uh, they... You know, it's like, all right, what's your name? What's the, uh, you know, confirmation code stuff puts it in there. Do you want me to just print this out for you? And like, yes. she seemed really confused why I was up there. And I was like, yeah, if you could just print that out, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Prints it out. And it's like, oh, we're at this gate now. We just need to wait, you know, there for like an hour and a half or, or something. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, out. Seattle to Spokane flights leave like every two hours. Like it. And so I think we were waiting about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so Got got to the gate, started waiting. My friend purchased some airport food and seemed genuinely confused. Like, hey, are you not hungry? And I'm like, at this point, I'm just more focused on getting home and getting this over with. Yeah, very much. On a 24-hour trip, man, that's that's some rough time. So so one of the fears we had is that we were going to lose our baggage again. So the thing is, we got through customs so fast that we thought that our bags actually made it onto the other flight. But then, you know, when we were sitting waiting for our actual flight, I was like, wait a minute. The airlines actually knew what was going on. There was communication, just not between yeah. them and the individual gate. So mm. our bags might actually be on our flight with us. Yeah. Oh, God. So we get on the plane, takes off a little bit late. <laughs> Again. That's normal. So yeah, get, get to Spokane at about, we land at like 11.05, get to the baggage baggage claim and we're sitting there waiting. And so I actually see like a baggage, a lot like, like the baggage claim office kind of thing. And I see two bags in there, but they weren't ours. So it's like, so if they had oh. come here on the previous flight, that's probably there. They would be, mm-hmm. they're not there. They should be on our flight so sitting there waiting, waiting. And then it's like, yes, quick inter- bags are here. Quick interjection. Nice. Stephen King had doesn't have shit on waiting for your bags. That is the one of the most suspenseful things in the universe. It really is. <laughs> you can't recreate that. Um, it, a lot of it does depend on how tight your connections are. Yeah. Um, because sometimes, like, they just don't have the staff to move the shit fast enough. Well, then even when you get your bag, you go, okay, what did TSA steal? Well, you can... Yeah. Um, so my the my check bag actually has like a TSA lock kind of thing on yeah. it. So you like can't... TSA can unlock it if they feel they need to, but they did not unlock mine. So like it actually, so it's like a little combo lock that the the uh, zippers like actually like click into. Yeah. Mm. So when I when I was flying to just to Alaska, my buddy brought his DS, but he checked it in his bag instead because he didn't want to play with it on the plane, and uh, TSA straight up stole it. Mm. They leave a little note in your bag that says um, contraband has been confiscated. Yeah. That's why you don't put anything important in your check bag. Yeah. And it's just a Nintendo DS. It's not like he had a bomb or something. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not even like sketchy. It's a fucking Nintendo DS. And then I saw a picture recently of a guy who shipped, uh, was like a, a 
It was a minted Pokemon yellow and it had the little mint box. So it's like sealed in the plastic thing with the rating, the mint rating. And TSA fucking cracked it open and broke the game cartridge apart. Oh, jeez. So it's just like you got to. That's the other thing dealing with <laughs> baggage being transported. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's very true. And so, yeah, we, we got our bags. Everything in tag. Both uh, both of our rides got there at about the same time. My friend's ride got there first, and her older brother is actually like my good childhood friend kind of a thing. We don't talk as much anymore because he's like a hardcore Mormon, but <laughs> fair. Um, so yeah, we kind of we we hugged, said hellos, um, you know, left the door open in order for like being able to you know get in contact with each other more. But then my ride came up. Threw my stuff, stuff in their car, took off. Um, finally had a one-on-one with them, which I haven't had to have in a while. So that was that was well, a nice thing cool. to have. But yeah. got home, kind of just kind of lined up all of my stuff and went to bed. <laughs> I yeah. bet I didn't even unpack. Just like <laughs> no, if my no, stuff is here, I will unpack it later. Always, whenever you plan a vacation, you always like if you go somewhere, give yourself like one day for every five days you were on a trip to recover from the trip. <laughs> yeah. Especially like an international thing where you're going like 24 hours in a day. Like oh, that's, this is why I quit that job that sent me to Alaska mm-hmm. because, um, the day we got home, I had three hours between that and having to be at another store. Yeah. In the morning. And I was like, <laughs> no, I just didn't show up. So I got, got fired, quit one of those kind of things. Oh, I was like, well, fuck you guys. Like I need to, we just were flying I, all day. I need time back to sleep, sleep, you assholes. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck you guys." So, it, so they yeah, expected that's us to sleep on a one-hour flight. No, work work <laughs> transit uh, definitely should count as work hours. Yeah, that's what right? I said. Because <laughs> you would not be on that plane if not for work. Oh no, we got paid for the plane rides. Okay, well, but it was again like we landed. It was six at night, and we and at like an, it was like three or four hours. We had to be at a store. Nah. And then it was going to be uh, from that store we would leave to go to Billings, Montana, which is an eight-hour drive. I was like, no. So, Fuck you. Yeah, that that's basically the saga of the Nordic trip. I'm sure there's a lot. There, there There's definitely a lot more stuff what? I could go into, but... Would you, well, that's the next episode. That was a good overview. Would yeah. you call it a Nordic trek? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> On that note... <laughs> It's good to have you back, Scott. It's yeah. it's great to have you back. I'm glad you had a good time. Um, well, I guess it's time. I I think uh, we've rambled on long enough. And yep. uh, I already plugged the Discord, but you guys know how the internet works. Yeah, I mean that's all part of the outro now. Exactly. So, so uh, thanks again, Scott, for your story. And the next week's episode will be a little bit more in depth, kind of detail stuff. It's, I mean, we're just we, we honestly time, don't know so. what we're talking about next week. <laughs> oh, wait. No, oh, I do. I, I was going to ask him, like, how, like what kind of people he met and, like, little, you know, like, detailed shit. And then we can, yeah, we go, can do some follow up. a little questions. bit more tangent. Okay, that was but, kind uh, of a quick overview and travel. travel plus, tales. we have some more generalized topics for next week, too. Yeah. So, you guys, uh, that's it. Anything else to add really quick before we shut her down? Uh, well, I'm Randy. I'm Scott. I'm Brady. This was something. <laughs> Sorry, it really. It I'm, really I'm was a sarcastic ass. But, uh, <laughs> but bye. bye, bye. This was I the show. Thanks for listening. You know how the internet works, but if you don't, check out our link tree in the description. Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Insta, China. 